out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. Today we hear from my friend Clara. I have known Clara for a few years now, but it is only during the past few months that we are becoming closer. I still find it fascinating when we sit down in front of the microphone, how the most interesting facts about people come out. I never knew that Clara spent a few years in Russia, that she used to do ballet and play the cello. How awesome is that? This chat went all over the place and they can serve as a great guide to the best coffee in Cape Town, movies to watch and books to read. But by listening to the end, you can also find some beautiful ideas on spirituality. This podcast is supported by The First Layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the home page. Please also look for information on my new book, Life and Non, a 12-step guide for non-addicts. You can find it by following the link from the right of my home page. It costs 300 Rand without postage. Order from me directly or on any of my social media platforms. This is Clara's story. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Good afternoon, Clara. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Freddie. I'm very happy to hear that. You look a bit nervous. Relax. I am a bit nervous. <laughs> Twitch, twitch. <laughs> there is absolutely nothing to be nervous about. It's only innocent little me. <laughs> and you know I'm innocent. So <laughs> you're in safe hands. Clara, are you a Cape Town girl? I'm not originally. I actually grew up in Russia. I lived there. Russia? Yes. You are not serious. No. Oh my God. This is why I love doing this shit. Because <laughs> you, how the fuck did you grow up in Russia? Well, my... <laughs> Sorry. This is no, it's okay. <laughs> when you said Russia, I thought, okay, Rustenburg? No, Russia. <laughs> yeah, I first lived in a Shakovka, a forest outside of Moscow, where I played with all the fairies and um, the forest spirits there in Russia. And then I moved to Moscow. Because oh, it was just easier for me with um, my ballet and my cello classes and all of that. My dad was a <laughs> diplomat. This is why. This is why you and I say it often. We need to have visuals because my mouth is open. Okay, so your father was a diplomat. Yes. Okay. So he was part of the people who started the first South African embassy in Russia. Wow. Yeah. Is he retired now? Yes, he does different work now. Okay. Yeah. How awesome is that? How old were you when you moved to Russia? Or were you born I started there? my first school year there. Okay. Damn it, so you weren't born there? No, I was born in Joburg. Okay. Yeah. But I've moved around a lot. Okay, where in Johannesburg were you born? I'm not sure. Okay, just, yeah. just Johannesburg somewhere. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And sorry, so and then you moved to Russia when you were about six years old? Yes. So... Did you go to an international school? or I did. I went to the Anglo-American okay. school. Okay. And how old were you when you came back? I think I was about 10, 11 when okay. I came back. So do you remember a lot about it? I do. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. That, that would have been so sad if you didn't have 
memories of it, that you had that experience. That is so exciting. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember lots, actually. I'd love to go back now that I'm older mm. as well. I never wanted to go to Russia until... I don't, I'm not going to ask your age, but when, when at the turn of the century, the whole day they had television broadcasts of when it turned New Year in different cities across the world. They would show how that was celebrated. And when they showed St. Petersburg, it was very tale beautiful. It was so gorgeous. And for the first time, I thought, I actually really want to go there. A friend of mine was in Moscow now two years ago. And he was gobsmacked. He says the whole thing was street art. And it was just fascinating. He loved it. It really is. It's incredible. The art, the music, the culture, dancing. And I remember, like, they really have amazing dogs as well. Okay. Pets, like really interesting dogs. Oh, cool. Yeah. So there's something to work towards is return to Russia. Return to your roots. Maybe. To your, to your yes. Russian roots. <laughs> Do you speak any Russian? Um, if I can say a few words, but okay. I mean, I was in English school, so yeah. I never really pursued learning. That's nearly a pity, you know, in a way. Yeah. But it's fascinating. Yes, I can say Dobri Utra. Ah, what's that? Uh, double good morning, gin. hello. <laughs> <laughs> being, being, being Russian, double vodka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably more that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a, this is so awesome. Wow. Okay, so... Now, that's interesting because Russia, were they still a communist country? No, they, they wouldn't have been because South Africa opened an embassy there. Yes, no, it was yeah. um, just before 94. Okay, cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, can you remember if you attended things like church? Um, my mom, she always like since i've been little she's always stayed close to her faith even though she's very open-minded and studied philosophy and all of that she always dragged okay. us along to church even in russia that we would go to church oh wow and um i think i was also from from a young age very aware of the mysteries of the world and the magic and the unseen ah. and um I was also brought up to question everything. Oh, cool. Because she was so into her philosophy, yeah. they brought me up that way, and I was always like that. And I think I kind of like always saw my faith in a very magical way. Fabulous. Yes. Because yeah. you just spoke about um, playing with the fairies and with the forest, forest spirits. For forest spirits. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And. Did you ever see the movie Photographing Fairies? I did. I loved it. It's beautiful, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is a beautiful I movie. I love, love, love fairy-themed things and, and, and those type of things. So, do you have any fairy tattoos on you? No, I don't. You have a butterfly. Which, which I could, do. That's a beautiful butterfly. That, that's, that, that's relatively new, is it? Yes. I got this tattoo actually um, a few months ago. Okay, cool. Because I, want to say, I can't remember you having had... Having had that one. Yes, the butterfly um, is all about freedom for me oh. and freedom that I found in um, having had a spiritual awakening. Cool. And um, I think also that, ironically enough, I have found freedom within boundaries and 
within looking like it's ironic because you would think in like freedom kind of all over the show to get rid of all the shackles yes but i've become more free in my new lifestyle and in my spiritual awakening and also that it comes with great responsibility and that's exactly what i want to say we we, we tend to think freedom no responsibility or freedom equals no responsibility Mm -hmm. but ultimately to to enjoy freedom is to have a significant responsibility. Yes. Yeah. And it's also freedom of spirit. Mm. But you've yeah. you've always had a free spirit from 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 when, from when I've known you. I thought of you as as a very free spirit. You mentioned ballet. Was it you went? It was ballet. It was a dance that you mentioned. Yes, ballet. ballet. I started with ballet and cello. Cello. Oh my word! Yeah. I wanted to be a ballet dancer. But then I had a very big operation, leg operation, which basically made me bedridden for a very long time. I had to lie on my back for a couple of months and then I was put into a wheelchair. Are you serious? Yes. And then I had to learn how to walk all over again. And then I had another leg operation what after that. What the hell happened that you had to have those operations? Um, my legs were turned in. Oh my word. And they had to basically, they broke the bones in my yeah. legs and they turned them out so that they would grow yeah. out. How old were you when this happened? I was about nine years old. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did you ever watch Heidi? Yes, I was exactly <laughs> that Clara. I'm Clara in the wheelchair. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so when you, I, I just immediately took Clara in the wheelchair. That's so cute. Oh, but that must have been a horrific experience at nine years old. No, it was. It was really crazy. Um, were you back in South Africa by then? Yes, we were. Yeah. Okay. It was very hectic for me, but it taught me a lot of perseverance and commitment because after that, I had to do something to get my legs stronger again. Okay. So I started swimming. Okay. And I became, I actually became a very good swimmer. Okay. Because of that operation, because I was committed to be able to dance again, yeah. to swim and to use my legs again properly. Okay. And so, were you back in Pretoria then, Johannesburg, Cape Town? Um, we lived in Joburg then. Okay. Yes. And your father was still with a diplomatic corpse. Sounds terrible to call it a corpse. Yeah, it does sound fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> when I said the word corpse, I thought that sounds weird. No, um, he became an entrepreneur then oh, okay, and cool. went into the coffee business. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah. Oh, God, very and, and yeah, I gave her Nescafe classic to drink. <laughs> so, so are you a coffee connoisseur? I know what I like and what I don't like, but I wouldn't necessarily call myself a connoisseur. Okay. I think so I'd what's your favorite coffee? My, I would say Illy. And Lavazza. Okay. okay. If I if I had a choice. Cool. Yeah. I like Troubadour. Me the, too. The, I also the, the do. The one with the dog on. Yes. Um, have you had the? Oh, they they do a nut flavored one. I'm not sure. That smells absolutely divine, but the taste doesn't live up to the smell. <laughs> 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 and um, I also like Merkava. Okay, yeah, the, I didn't. I didn't know that in, one. The next time we drink coffee. It's going to be Merkava. Okay. Oh, you ain't, you ain't had coffee in Somerset West if you ain't had Merkava, darling. So Wait, isn't it? I think I know. It's the one they have it then Beach Road as well. I don't know. The, okay. this one I'll is, trust this, you. This on one it. is in Caledon. Um, a small oh. little... little Roast, 
yeah, roastery. roastery. They, they roast their own stuff, yeah. Okay. Really, really nice. Mm. Cool. And my other favorite is slash was deluxe. Oh, yes. And yeah. Origin. Do you know no. Origin? They're also very good. I know Origin and I, I also know the owner. I see. But Origin for me, I think I tasted Origin and Deluxe at the same time. And I like something that's that's heavy. Mm. And Deluxe was absolutely tasted my taste buds. It suited my taste buds. Well, Origin was a little bit light for, for my taste. Okay. But a lot of people love Origin as, as, as their, top, their top priority. But deluxe, a good, a good, strong deluxe coffee. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's that, that coffee where an hour later you still, it still lingers. Oh, lovely. Like lovely, a good lovely. movie or a good book. Yes, yeah. And a good cup think, of coffee. That you still with, think about yeah. long after you've watched or read totally it. So, yeah. Are you a big reader? Um, I am. I'm not reading that. I'm, I'm into audiobooks at the moment. Oh, cool. I've discovered audiobooks, but um, I normally read quite a bit, yes. And what time. type of things do you listen to and read? Um, well, at the moment, I'm listening to two books. I'm listening to Peter Pan. Oh, and cool. <laughs> and um, Russell Brand, okay. his book. And um, I'm also listening to, what was the other one? It's a meditation series. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I want to do an audio book of my book. You should. Of this one. And the other day somebody in the sound studio heard one of my podcasts. Mm. And he sent a message to me kind of, why do you want to have somebody read your book? You've, your voice is perfectly is perfect for reading, for reading your own book. Which is good news because I will save a lot of money to not have, have to pay somebody to read my own book. But I once read a chapter on, on audio and my voice was exhausted. So I think you, you need to train your voice to, to be able to do that stuff. So why did I think you would be a fantasy chick? I do enjoy fantasy. Is it? What do you mean? Like like reading fantasy Like things. fantasy. Yeah. Some of it I do. Like... Some fantasy books, but I never like not the sci-fi. I haven't delved into okay. that much. I didn't like um, sci-fi as well until I met my husband. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and love makes you death blind mute. <laughs> <laughs> well, so they say. No, I'm joking. No, recovery made me open-minded. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the difference. I don't have anything um, against sci-fi. I mean, my favorite just, movie, yeah. by the way, is um, The Golden Compass. Did you see oh, that? Oh, yeah, it's wonderful. Oh, do you know there's a... There's a um, the Golden Compass is one of three books in a series called The Dark Dark Materials. Oh, yes. Okay. And that three books are now a TV series on BBC. Mm. Very, very nice. Oh, wow. So go and find it. But BBC um, always has amazing shows. Dark Materials, shows. yeah. I'll check it out. I must actually remind Yaku that there must be a new episode out again. What I love about that movie, and I read the books as well, is that concept of the your, your, your spirit. Yeah, but they spirit. call it what do they call it in the book? Um, um, demon. Demon. Yes, I your, also like that idea. What I love about that is how in the movie the two adults speak, but the two demons are having the real conversation. So, oh, yeah. so the two adults will will have a very civil conversation while the two demons are killing each other. <laughs> And that is so true of life, eh? It like is. We put this mask on and we put this, this social correctness on 
But in the movie, the two demons are having it out in the real way. <laughs> I absolutely adored. Yeah, <laughs> so that, that, that's one of my all-time favorite movies. And I read all the books. I loved it. Very nice. I'm listening to Dracula as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I've read some of Anne Rice's books. I still want to finish the series, okay. actually. Oh, wow. Quite into that as well. You wear a lot of black. Were you goth or you goth? <laughs> Women who wear black live colorful lives. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Cool. <laughs> See, she with very lit red lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very striking look you always have. Thank so, you. now you're back in South Africa, having lived in Russia, and you, you are, I just think of you as, as extremely artistic. I'd like to think of myself as artistic as well. I think it's an ongoing process and... Um, yeah, I think, I think a quote by Yoko Ono that said, a culture is only as great as its dreams and its dreams are dreamed by artists really oh. resonates with me. Oh, cool. I love, I love that, yeah. And when you do art, what medium do you prefer? Well, I really enjoy painting. Okay, oils. Acrylic. Okay. And um, I also enjoy... I'm busy writing a children's book that I'm illustrating. Oh, wow. And I'm venturing into making action figures now for the characters as well. Are you serious? Yes. I must show you a book written by the same guy that wrote that book that lies there, The Three Wells of Screenwriting. Now his name is out of my head. Khalil. Starts with an M. Anyway, um, he wrote the children's book called Helga's Big Splash. Okay. Do you know the book? No, but it sounds um, familiar. Hel Helga's Big Splash, and he didn't realize when he wrote the book that he actually wrote about addiction and an eating disorder. Mm -hmm. But he also wrote three other books, which he, he can't get illustrated because he just doesn't have the money. And... If you've read or seen Helga, it is so sweet and so beautiful and it's so sad that he can't bring the other three to life. <laughs> I'll show you Helga when we finish here. Yeah. Okay, I'd like it's, to see yeah, it. It's absolutely sweet. And Matthew, Matthew is his name. Matthew's actually moved to America now to go and teach screen screenwriting. Yeah, he moved mm. last week Wednesday. True. So all, all, all new life. So you are multifaceted creative yes sometimes it's frustrating and sometimes it's wonderful but i do do a lot of different things yeah. i do photography as well and um various and that, mediums and that is that what I pays the what, what buys the bread yes okay. yeah you're vegan i am okay so you can't say that buys the burgers <laughs> how long have you been vegan, vegan for? burgers <laughs> <laughs> Um, since I was little, oh, serious? yes, because I read a book, Charlotte's Web. Oh yes. When I was a child, and I just decided, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not going to eat those things. No. I never read the book, but I saw the movie, and it was beautiful. It's mm. an absolutely beautiful movie. It's actually sad because you grew up Afrikaans as well. Yes, I what did. What a what a big part of of of, of English. Children's literature we missed out on, or, or I missed mm. out on, because I read Afrikaans children's 
children's You know books. what? For me, it was the other way around. Because you grew like, up. Like, I actually grew up very English and had this thing against Afrikaans, anything to do with Afrikaans. Okay. And then in high school, I did not even want to read Afrikaans literature. Oh and word. then my mom actually started giving these books to me because the books that we read in school, I just couldn't stand. Oh. And she introduced me to Ingrid Jonker okay. and... Um, Breitenbach, and she introduced me to Marita van der Feyfe, who oh I really God, enjoyed. I like, I really enjoyed oh, her she, book. And you, I just got... a few Maritas there. Yes, I um, loved her books when I was growing mm. up. And then I just started reading more and more Afrikaans. Yeah. And oh, I cool. started loving Afrikaans. I like, actually saw she's got a new one out now, because... Okay, yeah, I, but she's written a I lot, I parked at the shopping center, and the guy was waiting for his wife, and he was busy reading Marita van der Feyfe, and I thought... And I stood at the window kind of looking in, kind of, I haven't seen that one yet. So there's something for us to, to look into. She's got such an easy writing style. She hey? does. I was the, op- the other way around. I, when the whole transition in South Africa happened, mm. I was in my, sorry, mid-twenties. And I went into the whole Afrikaner guilt thing. So I kind of nearly disregarded the fact that I'm Afrikaans. And I started dating an English guy and... He kept on saying to me, but you're Afrikaans. You must read Afrikaans and listen to Afrikaans music and stuff. And I just refused to. And he started buying me Afrikaans CDs. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't know Afrikaans music. So he bought the biggest crap. Yeah, it's a fine line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's some really, really shitty music out there. Yeah. And he seemed to have been able to, to find them. And then when I came to recovery, my one sponsor... He insisted on spelling my name with an I-E. And I spelled my name with a Y because I was an English Freddy. So one day I said to him, why do you keep on, even though you know that I use Y, you keep on using I-E? And he said, because you're Afrikaans. And I think it's time that you move back to your Afrikaans roots. And, And that's why I realized that, you know, Part of the journey for me was to, 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 to be true to myself. And being true to myself is being Afrikaans. And that's why I let, let go of all that stuff and I reconnected with, with I think Africans. for me it's like taking what works for you, embracing what works for you and letting go of what doesn't. Yeah. Like, I mean, like with anything in life, I, th- I feel in my opinion there's going to be pros and cons. Yeah. There's going to be things that you don't like, that, that you don't agree with and there's going to be things that does resonate with you. Like, for example, like... A playwright like Risa De Vett, I really enjoy. I love her eerie stories and it's spooky and I love that about her writing. But then there's also a lot of writers in Afrikaans that I don't enjoy yeah. and it doesn't resonate with me. It's like in life as well. But yeah. I, I hear you. It's also part of my identity was embracing all those different sides awesome. of myself yeah. and making peace with it, I suppose, to a certain degree yeah. and realizing that where I invest my time and my energy into is also an investment that I make in my small contribution to the future and where things are going Mm. because I'd like I like to support artists and people who resonate with me because I want more to see more of their work yeah it's like buying into it's like the same with food, I suppose. I don't mm. want to go too much into it, but it's the same as being vegan. Yeah. It's a choice you make. It's who you support. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. As we spoke the other days, I'm f- relatively fresh vegetarian. Yeah. 
Um, I can't see in this house that I can go vegan. <laughs> it is a challenge, even sometimes with, with me, with, with my family as well. So, yeah. did you study art or anything like that? And do you still play a music instrument? Um, I was well, on my back. It's on my to-do list. I made a vision board, and it's on my vision board to start playing guitar again this Good. year. And maybe in the future I'll play cello. Cello is just the most beautiful sound. I but it's love all a process. <laughs> but I'm hoping to um, to start again this year. Oh, there's some yeah. interesting people I need to in- introduce you to. I know a cello player. Oh. Who also sings. Yeah, so maybe we could make an introduction and you could feel feel your fire again through I'd him. love that. Yeah. And <laughs> sorry, so so did you study any form of um, art? Yes, I did. I studied um, drama and film and photography. Okay. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Drama. Yes. <laughs> I think initially because I really wanted to be an actress growing up, um, but then I discovered other sides of entertainment and self-expression that also intrigued me. Okay. And life took me on a different journey, um, but I still have a lot of respect for people who do acting, and I like experimenting with different mediums. Awesome. So I'm also still finding my feet. In that regard, cool. I think it'll be a lifelong journey for yeah. me. I don't think I'll ever stop learning or expressing. Wonderful, yeah. I don't think in we should. In any way. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I've in my 50s discovered writing. So, <laughs> you're never, never too old. I actually That's have a um, podcast year of, um, I don't know if you know, but Helen van der Walt. He used to be in Sjöndelon. Mm-hmm. He's on He's on here. And Marvin Lee Beerkus, oh, yes. he's on here as well. Marvin, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I've, I've, I've got got a few actors on here. I've got a few artists on here. So, so <laughs> you, you 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 can indulge in their journeys as well. I so, will. Where 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 you stand today? What is spirituality for you? I think for me, it's a sure. That's quite a Loaded, loaded fat question. question but I can <laughs> the big, fat, important question of this podcast is... <laughs> yes, but I can answer it to you for you to, in the best of my ability. I think spirituality for me is realizing that everything isn't about me, that I am part of a three-hour-long movie called Life and All About It, and I am but an extra with a second, three-second role in the movie... Oh, wow, um, I like that. I think spirituality, I think anybody can be a spiritual teacher. You can learn from anybody, really, whether it be meditating on a mountain, from somebody working as a cash register in a shop. I think in all walks of life, there is something to be learned from anybody. And in any situation, really, I think that there's a lot that my brain and my spirit can't understand these beautiful mysteries in this world and I think just being aware of the fact that there is so much mystery in itself is already I can feel myself growing spiritually and reaching out to something greater and more knowledgeable than I am 
Um, I think it's in how you treat other people. Yeah. I think it's in treating other people the way you want to be treated. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's about, you know, that it's like, I also think that if you have a chance to do something good, then do it. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is humanity. Mm. So be, be a good human. Be in touch with your own humanity and, 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 and live that in life. I'm, I'm hearing um, mindfulness. Be, be aware. Go, go through life with, with open eyes and open ears and be aware of what's happening around you. And live in the knowledge that you are not the center of this all. That's truly how I feel. And I also feel that, you know, it's important for me to think about what am I okay with and what am I not okay with. Yeah. And that I will sometimes make mistakes in life, but there's always a lesson to be learned. Yeah. And when I close my eyes at night, I've got to be okay with me and the way I've done things. And I have to go and say, oh gosh, okay, maybe that was a mistake, but how can I learn from it and improve on it? And what worked for me today and what can I carry on further into my next day? Because the thing is, I also feel that who actually knows anything? <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah. nobody can actually tell me what's going to happen with me when I leave this planet. Mm. And to think about that is actually positive for me mm. because I've got to do things that I'm okay with. Yeah. And if there is a higher spirit or being or place or nirvana or what if reincarnation is possible? Mm. What if I can come back as a butterfly or a whale, yeah. or a flight, all depending on how I live my life now, wouldn't I rather be wanting to come back as a beautiful unicorn and try my best yeah. at it? Awesome. Because the thing is, is that there's, there's a lot that we don't know, I feel. Mm, and recognizing that, I think, opens up my mind to a world yeah. of possibilities. And to be okay with the fact that there's a journey. Yeah. It's a journey of getting to know me. It's a journey to getting to know my destiny. To live out my destiny. Because I feel everybody has a destiny uh, in life to follow. To, what I'm hearing is teachability. Is, is, is yeah, definitely. Know, know yeah. that you don't know and, 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 and live and in the pursuit of, 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 of what, might, what might be. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, definitely. Nice. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Awesome. So that, that is our chat. Thank you, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> I want to chat more. I like the chatteries. Yes, I told you there's nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> Clara, thank you so very much. This was absolutely awesome. And enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Well, it's actually going into evening. So enjoy. Thank you. Ciao. I had so much fun talking to Clara and getting to know her better. Clara seems to be on an amazing spiritual path. I hope to have her back one day to hear where this wondrous path is taking her. I wish her all the excitement that such a beautiful journey can deliver. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za. 
or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor or on Twitter at at Freddy or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.